how does one select stocks? Does one put all of their uh, all of their eggs in one basket, or does one diversify? You know, the common thought is is, is diversification like leads to a uh, you know leads to the holy grail. But I think for many people, there's the Warren Buffett-like approach. You put your eggs in one basket, and you watch that basket. You're listening to IBKR Podcasts. Find more conversations at ibkrpodcasts.com. The following podcast contains options-related material. Prior to listening to today's podcast, all listeners should read and familiarize themselves with the characteristics and risks of standardized options, or ODD, which may be accessed through the link found in the show's notes or podcast description page. Please remember any trading discussions are for information purposes only and are not intended to portray recommendations. Please listen to further disclosures at the end of today's episode. Now, welcome to our show. Welcome to today's IBKR podcast with me, Andrew Wilkinson. This week's guest has a rich career history in the options industry as an investor, exchange executive, and journalist. And of course, it is Steve Sears, who today is president, chief operating officer, and co-founder of Option Solutions. So a huge welcome, Steve Sears. How are you? Fantastic. Great to be with you. Thanks for coming on. I uh, always appreciate the time. So, Steve, this week's discussion is going to center around those conservative option strategies that you use to help clients enhance stock returns and reduce risk. So first of all, please outline for the audience the component pieces to a covered call strategy. The covered call strategy is really one of the building blocks of the uh, of the equity markets. It involves nothing more complex than owning a stock, ideally a blue chip stock that pays a dividend, and then selling a call with a strike price that's higher than the stock price. Why do you do that? You do that to generate income by virtue of the call premium, and you do it to reduce risk because the money received for selling a call also serves as a slight hedge against the stock's decline. One of the things that we love that we love about the strategy and that we don't think enough people truly realize is that the common stock dividend represents about 46 to 50 percent of historical stock return depending on the time period in which you manage and which you measure. So if you seek to use options strategies in this simple conservative way to enhance returns, you actually can add a very important boost to your performance without taking on crazy risk. Explain to the audience then, when does a covered call strategy work best? What's the optimal type of market? The optimal type of market or stock performance would be a flat or sideways market or one that is gently rising. The strategy becomes more complicated for people to use in a market in which stock prices are surging higher. And everybody can sort of look back and identify those those moments in time within their own portfolios or within their own positions. But I saw some data today, I believe, that said the average stock in the S&P 500 is up 1% year to date. And the S&P 500, in fact, would not be up the 7% or so that it is now in uh, early April were it not for a handful of stocks. So one of the things that investors can use to manage the cover call program should they seek to make it a, a fixture of their discipline is to be very mindful of when the strategy works best and when it doesn't. It's this misnomer that you have to cover the entire position. In fact, you don't. Mm. And there's a lot of uh, opportunity to, to maintain what we like to call dry powder, which is by not covering the entire position 
and adjusting your strategy to market conditions. Well, that's a nice segue into the next question, which is about the fact that recent history's made it very difficult to say the very to say the least for investors. Are there different types of bear market, and what level of bearishness can a covered call strategy withstand? By bearishness, what do you mean? Like you mean that the the the, uh, the stock market going down, or the, well, or the equity going down? Yeah, the, the last couple of years have been very challenging for the equity market. So owning stock in a bear market is not comfortable. Well, right? I'll tell you. So how, how do you manage with the covered coal strategy? I think that most people in most countries own stocks most of the time. And in fact, owning bonds has historically been not particularly rewarding So because rates have been low. Now, even as rates normalize, we um, are not seeing a mad dash into bonds. It may happen, but it, but it may not. There's some demographic factors at work, namely that 10,000 people in America, for instance, turn 65 each day. They're underinvested. The greatest prospect of return generally comes from equities, not from bonds. So to tie this back into the covered call strategy, what that means is you have to look at your portfolio in a way that is a little bit different than in the, than in the past, which is the options market is not the, uh, the end-all be-all, but neither is the stock market some sort of field of dreams where you put a dollar in and it magically turns into 10. So you can use option strategies such as the covered call to enhance certain characteristics of the equity. And I would put forth that you can do it in any market environment. Now, you're always going to have downside risk in stocks. That's the, that's the, that is a fundamental fact. But a fundamental fact as well is that you can use these conservative strategies to generate income, to offset stalled stocks, moribund stocks, or even uh, or or even enhanced stocks that are that are rallying. It just requires discipline and a focus. So smart investors would like to think that they can outperform the market through superior stock selection. What's your what's your approach to stock selection for a covered call universe, and what's the outcome? I'm not, I'm not necessarily looking for the secret sauce here, Steve. I'm just wondering what you do differently. Well, what we do differently is we, we manage client uh, accounts that are given to us. So they may have large concentrated stock positions because they retired as the heads of major corporations, or they may have amassed large stock positions uh, just through shrewd dis financial decision-making. We work with every single client to determine what the goals are. And that will determine how we manage covered call strategies for those executives. Some people have an extremely low basis and they don't want to get called away, for instance. So what you would do is you would manage uh, with a more conservative Delta selection. One of the things that we tend to do that a lot of uh, people don't necessarily do is we stay within the one month expiration cycle. Why? We like something that, uh, that in the options market we, we refer to as theta or time decay which is to say options are wasting assets. They lose a little bit of value as each day passes. We like to try to expose ourselves to that phenomenon and harness it. It's, the, it's what we call a fact that's made truer by time. Now, the other thing that we do that I think is different is we manage a strategy called the volatility king strategy. And what that does is it picks uh, stocks from all 11 sectors of the S&P 500. We then have a rather rigorous quantitative uh, sorting process that goes on. We try to pick about two names from each sector so we have some sort of representative balance of the S&P 500. And then we do something that I'm not aware of anybody else doing, 
And then as we look for positive income capture tendencies amongst the options, there is an enormous misperception um, in the investment community that you want to chase high sizzling red hot options premiums. Well, there's a reason why they usually tend to be red hot and sizzling. That's because the stocks tend to be rather erratic. So what we have found, and this is based on a uh, uh, almost two decade study of Goldman Sachs, is that if you look for stocks in which the implied volatility is consistently and persistently higher than realized volatility, that those stocks tend to be better covered call writing candidates. And that is exactly what we do. We look at the volatility king strategy every single month. We reach we recheck the thesis, and so far the returns are, are proving to be quite uh, quite robust. So, so you have you almost have a volatility dial. Is it a good idea to seek out low volatility type stocks as part of that strategy during a bear market? Are you suggesting we're in a bear market now? I don't know where we are right now. <laughs> what I'm suggesting is that. And, and, I, and I, I've written about this many, many times, is that a lot of the old ways of, of looking at things and thinking about uh, the financial challenges are a little, uh, have become a little moss-backed. And that if, if investors stop trying to think that they can outfox the market and that they actually can understand the, the stock market, which very, very few people and firms actually do, that their journey through economic time will be much better. So what should people do? In my opinion, I've written about this again and again and again, you focus on financial facts made truer by time. The common stock dividend, for instance, represents 45 to 50% of historical stock performance. Inflation is like three to 5%. So half the game is focusing on those characteristics, which tend to always exist. The other half gets down to stock selection. Now, when you, how, do, how does one select stocks? Does one put all of their, uh, all of their eggs in one basket or does one diversify? You know, the common thought is, is, is diversification like leads to, uh, you know, leads to the Holy Grail. But I think for many people, there's the Warren Buffett-like approach. You put your eggs in one basket and you watch that basket and those stocks have certain characteristics. Because I think that you can't really <laughs> understand the market. Most people can't understand the economy. Most people don't really even understand, you know, the intricacies of volatility. But what they do understand is that certain companies are extraordinarily well run, they're stable, they have certain characteristics that lend themselves to compounding, which Einstein, as you know, said was the eighth wonder of the world. And if you focus on these facts, which are rather prosaic and not that exciting and don't generate a lot of headline headlines uh, anywhere, most people will tend to do much better than those people who are constantly darting in and out of the market. There's really no such thing anymore as a long-term investor. People think they're long-term investors, but in fact, that describes how much time they spend in the markets. It doesn't, it doesn't uh, mean that they spend that much time owning one stock and curating it. But so if you can curate your, your stock portfolio, and it's not for everybody, with a variety of option strategies designed to enhance those financial facts made truer by time, I think it can get to be a very interesting outcome. Thanks to my guest, Steve Sears, president, COO, and co-founder of Option Solutions. You can read more from Steve at barons.com, where he still authors the striking price column with a focus on options. We carry many of those pieces too on our own Traders Insight, where you can find us at ibkrcampus.com. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Steve. Thanks for listening to IBKR Podcasts. As always, we have more episodes at ibkrpodcasts.com. 
And if you're interested in learning more about interactive brokers, visit ibkr.com. We offer more trading education material, such as webinars at ibkrwebinars.com, financial and economic commentary at tradersinsight.news, market-related courses at tradersacademy.online, and quant-related articles at ibkrquant.com. The analysis in this material is provided for information only and is not and should not be construed as an offer to sell or the solicitation of an offer to buy any security. To the extent that this material discusses general market activity, industry or sector trends, or other broad-based economic or political conditions, it should not be construed as research or investment advice. To the extent that it includes references to specific securities, commodities, currencies, or other instruments, those references do not constitute a recommendation by IBKR to buy, sell, or hold such investments. The material does not and is not intended to take into account the particular financial conditions, investment objectives, or requirements of individual customers. Before acting on this material, you should consider whether it is suitable for your particular circumstances and is necessary, seek professional advice. Options involve risk and are not suitable for all investors. For more information, read the characteristics and risks of standardized options, or ODD, which may be accessed through the link found in the show's notes or podcast description page. Multiple like strategies, including spreads, will incur multiple transaction costs.